Hello and welcome along to Africa's biggest football bra. Yes, it's that time. Get the beers cracking, get the Coca-Cola's crack cracking, get whatever you want. It's on the whistle time. Good people, thank you for joining me today. I'm your host, Zayn Nabi, and today we're talking CAF Champions League and Confederation Cup. Joining me on the show, as always, is our resident expert, our man who's won the PSL, Courtney Fries. Courtney, always a pleasure, never a chore. But our very special guest today is the coach of Marumo Gallants, Dylan Kerr, whose mighty South African warriors have qualified for the Confederation Cup. Dylan, you must be buzzing. You beat Pyramids 2-1 on aggregate over the two legs, 1-0 in the second leg in your quarterfinal at Royal Buffer King. How are you feeling, coach? Oh, well, it's nice to be back on the show again. It's been a long time. Um, I'll be honest with you. I mean, I, di- I didn't sleep last night. Um, when we got back to the hotel, every- everybody was on a buzz. And I-, I actually thought I actually was quite somber because I actually, for the first time, I actually saw a professional and hard-working performance. Um, probably, probably the best performance I've ever seen a team that I've had in South Africa against a very, very good team from Egypt, who, who came not to sit back and counter, but came to try and you know um, go to the semi-finals. And it was, it was, it was one of those games that you know before I was a wee bit nervous. Because I didn't want us to be overexcited because we got a result in uh, Egypt, but I was ultra disappointed that we didn't come away with four goals in Egypt, which would have made the the game a lot easier. But you know, from from the onset, you know, we we we, we took control of the game, especially in the first half, and we we played some some sublime football. It, it really really wasn't. And like I said, it was professional. It wasn't like you know, it, it wasn't typical South African African football. It was it, it was it was done in a way that you could look at it and say, "Wow, they could they, this could actually be played in Europe." You know, obviously North Africa they kind of market themselves, you know, on physicality, on mentality, and strength uh, of the way the European football is played. Um, but we matched them, you know, both attacking wise and defending wise. And we got we got the result, and again we could have scored three or four goals. Their, their keepers made three great saves, and then Ruby he's made one save the whole game, and and he and he and he kept us in the game. You know, I think it was twenty minutes to go. So, um, yeah, I, I didn't really celebrate the way that the players did. Um, I, I just it, it was it was it was really good to take in that kind of a performance. If you understand what I'm saying. Dylan, um, firstly, tell us where are you at the moment, Dylan? I'm in Maritzburg. I mean, I mean, I mean. Well, you you would call it God's country, but I mean, uh, you know, it's I, I prefer them slanger. But um, oh, yeah. Maritzburg, I, I put to you, I do not like the city. Zane's from Durban. Zane's from Durban. Maritzburg and Durban people don't get along. The only thing I know is you drive in on the bus, you see that funny rugby stadium Woodburn, and you see the triple X sign for the movie shop. That uh, people like us don't hang out in. I've I've been here. I don't know how many times, and the only thing I've ever seen is the race course and the football ground. And that's, <laughs> you know, so um, yeah, we we're playing tomorrow. No, we're playing on Wednesday against Maritzburg. It's a it's a six pointer. It's a 
it's another cup final. Um, you know, so um, we've we've come down. You know, I, I specifically asked to come down two days before because of a. I mean, if you think about it, we've played nine games. No, we played. Yeah, we played eight games in twenty-four days. You know, and and we've travelled to Egypt, um, and we've 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 travelled to Bloemfontein. We've been in Polokwane. We've we've had an horrendous fixture uh, schedule, and it's going to get worse because I'm I'm told that the Sundowns game is going to be played next Saturday. Um, so, you know, for 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 a for a mentality and physicality approach, I decided to ask the chairman if we could drive down. Uh, obviously, to cut costs on flights and uh, the the coach here, once in Durban, that we could spend an extra night in uh, in Peter Maritzburg in preparation and recovery for what's going to be uh, probably the game of our season and Maritzburg's, uh, if, uh, if I'm honest. Well, yes, the the relegation battle in the PSL at the moment is is really hotting up. I think that's that's actually the way to look at the table. Don't look at the top; look at the bottom. Because you have Peter Marisburg, who's on 26 points. A few wins could get them out, but they're just a void of confidence. Uh, no, Solov, they've jumped up the table after their win on 34 points. Yeah, yeah it's, 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 that's what this league, this league is at this kind of season. Um, you know, I'm, I'm disappointed that we didn't beat TS Galaxy when we absolutely hammered them. We just couldn't score. It was one of, the, one of those games. And I couldn't blame the players for for the for the performance. They just didn't they didn't have that quality in front of goal. We should have beaten Chiefs. Um, you know that that was that was a, a another two points, and we would have been safe. But you know, it's everybody's fighting for their lives in this in this uh, PSL. Um, who would have thought Maritzburg? They when Fadul took over, they had three wins on the bounce. Um, he was talking about top eight. The same with Chipper when Morgan, you know, the CEO, not a coach, by the way, um, um, is a CEO, and it's 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 kind of embarrassing that you know a C license holder can can actually call coach in the Premier League. Um, no disrespect to Morgan, you know, I love Morgan, but you know, it makes it make it makes a it makes a mockery of the football uh, in this country when every club in in the rest of the world. You have to have a minimum A license to coach in any league, and a pro license to to, to coach in the top league leagues. Even CAF, you've got to have a pro license, and I haven't got that because, unfortunately, I'm not being able to take. Um, the, there's no courses in Africa that are doing the CAF, and I can't go back to Scotland or England to do it if I'm based in Africa. So, you know, it's 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 tough. It's tough. This everybody wants to stay in the Premier League because that's where the money is. So. Like I said, this this one on Wednesday, you know, they've had a week off to to plan and uh, to prepare. We've had basically we're having two days, and then we've got one day to prepare for Mamelodi Sundowns on Sunday, on Saturday, before we travel to Yanga. Dylan, before we come back to talking about the victory against Pyramids, which I must say I watched the game, and I'll use the term functional performance. Um, I'd I'd like to. Just get into the details, because you spoke about the trip from Rustenburg. Now, people that know South Africa very well, the trip from Rustenburg to um, Peter Marisburg must be over 10 hours by coach. But now you're in Peter Marisburg. What facilities are you using to, to prepare for this massive game? Who's given you facilities? Um, well, it's quite funny because I'm very, very friendly with the, with the hotel management. 
um, because you know, with my personality, I'm I'm not I'm not shy to engage with you know people in the hotel, people in the casino. You know, I will, I will I take time out to speak to the staff, the you know the waitresses, the waiters, the the, the kitchen staff. I'll go and you know make myself available. I don't you know if somebody wants to speak to me, somebody wants to have a selfie. You know, I give my time, and and I think they appreciate that. And because the race course um, is 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 at the casino as well, you know what what I've done previously I've, um, with the other teams that, that I've, we've come to Peter Maxburg, we always do something light uh, on the race course. Uh, there's a little bit. There's a little bit of land. Well, it's a lot of big big piece of land. Excuse me, but it's it, it's. Um, it's it's good enough to to do a practice session and a training session, but there's nothing we can you know we we haven't I haven't been able to do a proper training session since I've been at this club, believe it or not. I've not been able to say right this is for the next three days we're going to work on X Why Y is that, Z. Dylan? That, that would surprise a lot of people given how well resourced the PSL is. Because we we just we just had a horrendous fixture list, which it's been it's absolutely been horrendous to travel. You know, we, we, we played in Bloomington, we played in Rustenburg. We've just recently moved back to Polokwane, um because the PSL uh, have, have stipulated that we have to pay Polokwane because I think clubs were, you know, a bit pissed off really at not knowing where they were going to play. So they couldn't plan or prepare, you know, whether we're going to go to Polokwane, Rustenburg or Bloomington. Um, you know, Bloomington is the dream, you know, because the fans are just, you know, they're absolutely... Magnificent! They 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 live and breathe football down there, and we took a few games down there, and and you know there was ten fifteen thousand Bloemfontein Celtic fans, be it, <laughs> uh, that came and supported Gallant. <laughs> but um, I think the most time I've ever had on a training field to plan and prepare um, a proper game is two days. You know, and and and, it, and it's and it's difficult, and people don't understand that. They don't understand. You know that if if you if you can, you you're actually basically doing your, your preparation on a video screen, and and because I've got all the tools that that, that are mine, you know that I've not I'm not borrowed them off anybody I'm not copied them off anything, because it's the way I I like to work when I'm doing my, my video analysis. Um, you know you know Corny will know you, the last thing players need to be doing is sitting in a room watching a video for an hour and a half because after twenty minutes the t attention span's gone. You know, they can't wait to get on the phone. They can't wait to talk to the guy next to them. So I make sure that the, the, the analysis the day before is 30 minutes finished. You know, and, it, and it's generally suited to, you know, the opposition, what they do, their strengths, their weaknesses. Because what we do, what we do is, you know, is, 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 is we're, on a different, we're on a different level, you know, of, of, of training. So we, I have to make sure that we, we, we prepare right not not just you know mentally but physically um, because you can't change a winning team you can't chop and change you know and rotate players when you're winning because you're putting the game at risk you know but I've also got to think about the 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 the, the tiredness and and the legs of these players and that's something tomorrow I've got to have a really really good think about and I'll see that tomorrow when we do a rondo when we do a little little small sided game. Because we can't, we can't do much. We can't. I can't have the players out on that field for an hour and a half when we've got a game the next day. So everything's bump, bump, bump off. Get, get to the pool, have a swim, get, get a recovery, and then you know, get yourself mentally ready uh, up here 
for, for the game against Maritzburg. So, Dylan, coming back to the Pyramids game, and, you know, this is such a highlight for South Africa and also for Maru, uh, for Gallants and yourself as well as a manager of the team. What do you think was the difference in the performance? Because I watched the game. I was a bit worried about the, the, the height of the players. I, I was looking at them. They're quite big boys. Uh, so I thought set pieces may go against you guys. But you're putting a very functional performance. How did you set your team up for that one note victory? Well, when, when, when we played away, you know, obviously I'm in the stand, so I can't really, <laughs> when there's noise in the crowd, you can't really do anything from the stand. You try and scream as loud as you can, but, you know, they, either, they, either they're ignoring you or they just can't hear. I'll go for the latter. But um, in the first half, we struggled. They played 4-2-3-1. The two number sixes, they, you know, basically ran the show in the first half. And I just wanted to get into half time, not conceding. Which we did, you know, which we did. We we didn't concede. And then at halftime, I didn't change any player. I just changed the, the way we were playing. I, I then decided to go 4 3 3. Um, but, but basically, it were a 4 4, four one, 1 that we, we were playing. But when we were attacking, it was 4 3 3. When we were defending, 4 4 4 1. <laughs> 4 4 1 1. But as I said previously with, with, with the video analysis, one of the things that I hate in South Africa, in Africa, Right when you do free kicks and corners and anything, and it's 30 degrees of heat, and you're studying in it for 20, 30, 40 minutes, the quality is not good enough, the crosses are not good enough, you know, the players are not interested, they don't show that professionalism that they do possibly in Europe. Um, they haven't got that same mentality that, right, we're going to do this for 40 minutes, let's tune in, let's make it right. It doesn't work like that, and I can understand with the heat. You know, it, 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 it takes it out of you. So what I do, I make sure that I cover every single set piece from not the, the last game, but probably four, five, six games previous. You know, and, and this is where the analysis comes in. And, and I make sure that, you know, everybody knows where the ball's going to go. Because nine times out of ten, teams don't change the set pieces from one game to the next. You know, they'll still go for the big lad at the front post. They'll still go for the, they'll still go for the, the big man at the far post. Majority goes into the six yard box. So you've got you've just got to say, right, this is the areas that the ball's gonna go. You make sure that you're first. No excuse. Don't if, if somebody's in front of you and think it's his ball, don't care. You'll go and win it. And if you if you smack him in the head or you put your knee in his back, tough. Just don't and, and that's what we did yesterday. That's what we did yesterday. We we knew the threat. Um we came from their set pieces. That that's the only way I said they were gonna score from, from a free kick or a corner. And we dealt with it. We we, we dealt everything. You know, we, I don't I don't think we lost it. I think we lost one header in the whole ninety minutes. You know, just remind listeners out there and viewers out there, this is a team that is sitting third in the Egyptian Premier League. This is a team that is one of the richest on the African continent. This is a team that's very well resourced. They change their coaches pretty regularly, um, and for you to orchestrate that victory for Gallants, Dylan. And I think you referenced this earlier. It's one of the best performances you've, you've had as a manager. Would you say that? Or the best? It, it, it's the it's a, it's a, it's a most professional and, and hard-working performance. Um, I was, I was because of the result, uh, I mean, we, we in the second half in, in, in Egypt, we, 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 took the, we, we took the mickey out. We, we really 
really played good football. They they couldn't get near us. Unfortunately, we gave the penalty in the way in the last minute. Um, and 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 the confidence of the players, the happiness of the players, the 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 the, the, the way that they've been since we came back from Egypt in preparation. I was a little bit worried we were going to be overconfident or they're coming back into our uh, territory where it's going to be easier for us because we did it in their, in their backyard. And uh, we, um, we, we, we really did, you know, do things the right way. We, we, I made sure that I got everything covered. You know, even uh, again, I'm in the crowd. We had, it was free entry into Rustenburg. There was probably about three, four, five thousand people there. Um, and we're playing the trombones, beating the drums and singing and dancing as they do. So again, you can't get any messages across. Uh, and I think it was after about 20 minutes, uh, I give the message. To, I actually wrote the message to, to the TM and sent it to the bench. And I said to them, stop forcing the play. Make sure that we don't lose um, our shape. And when we get the ball, stop trying to always score. And after that, there was just there was just one team in it. You know, they had to get a goal. They they were desperate for a goal. We defended brilliantly. We worked hard in midfield to keep the ball. And up front, we 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 linked up and kept the ball and created opportunities. We scored the first goal. The keeper made a great save. Um, five minutes after that, he made another great save. Second half, we, we had one cut back and he got um, it, it didn't reach the striker, but it was a tap in. Uh, Ranga had a good shot saved, and Zizou had a second shot saved, and then we hit the ball at the bar in the last minute. Um, they had they had one chance, they had one, they had one, two chances really. One uh, the South African hit wide, and the other one uh, the, the the goalkeeper, uh, my goalkeeper Ruby, saved it. So. We, it was a, it was a massive massive win, like you said. Nobody expected pyramids to lose. Even their even their press, you know, were were were, were surprised at how good we were in Egypt. And and to be fair, they gave us a lot of good compliments after the game. And I must say though that the the, the you know <laughs> the behaviour of the Egyptians on the bench is is criminal. It, it it's. It's unbelievable. I mean, could you could you could you elaborate on that? What, what what do you mean by that, Dylan? They've just got no discipline. They've got no respect. They absolutely ripped the linesman to bits. The fourth official, every single challenge, they were off. All of them were off the bench. Not just the coach, not just the trainer, not just the player. They were all off the bench. The last fifteen minutes, not one of them was sat on the bench. They were all in the in the dugout area, you know, and. They, 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 they had, uh, they had, uh, they had, there was so much lack of respect for the game, you know. But you know, it's it it is known in in North Africa that, they, that these things happen. You know, it may it may happen more frequently there than it does in South Africa. But I mean, it just shows the lack of respect to the opponents. That every time the the linesman gave a decision, there were three, four, five players basically on him. You know, and and the and the fourth officials and even the match commissioner did nothing, did nothing. I just I just said I just spoiled, like you said, what pyramids are and 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 if you if you didn't know, pyramids have got one of the most amazing soccer villages I've ever seen, an amazing stadium. It is a thing really, of beauty. 
There's been a lot of oh, investment. Brilliant. It's brilliant. It's brilliant. And they were they were devastated they lost yesterday. They were devastated they were knocked out. But I thought over the two games, we thoroughly, thoroughly deserved that. And I'm hoping that that momentum of that game will carry on to the game on Wednesday uh, against Marysburg. You know, because like you said, it was a it was a very, very good, hardworking professional. As as you know, um Courtney, what did you say we were? Functional. That's the word he used, functional. He's yeah. just on mute. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, yeah. The word the word is functional. Uh you know, not attractive, but manager like. Yeah, it was like I said, we we we, we, we that's to... how I describe you to people, not attractive, but very functional. <laughs> I'm glad you said that. <laughs> 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 Dylan, I have to ask you, um, as you look ahead to the semifinals, you're going to Tanzania, you're playing young Africans. It's a part of the world you know well, a man who coached Simba. Um, what is that going to be like uh, heading back there? Well, it was quite funny because um, last year when Chiefs played uh, Simba, um, I hope I still got it, um, one of the, the the goalkeeper coach Tyson, who was uh, who was at Simba, he, um, he he brought me a Simba shirt back, and I don't know if you can see that. Oh yes, <laughs> oh yes. <laughs> Younger verse, Maruma Gallants, love that. Love he's it. Got, uh, he had my name printed on the back of it, uh, so that's already going around Tanzania. So I'm, I'm hated by the Green Army and loved by the Red Army. Um, but yeah, look, we, I don't know if, if well, you probably know, but the the shenanigans that gets that goes on in in, in Tanzania. I mean, we we have got to do our homework. We've got to make sure that we don't tell anybody where we're staying. We have our own chef that we're going to try and source in Tanzania, because we know that I I've been through it when I was in Goma uh, when we were in Kenya. We we refused to get changes in the dressing rooms. We found we found pellets in the air conditioning system um, that made you feel sick, you know. And the players, wow. the the previous year, they didn't realise that, but that's and they, and they lost to Simba, but they were all complaining that they were feeling lethargic, tired, and 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 sick, you know, that that, that sickly feeling in them. So when we played them um, in 2018, we we refused to go in the dressing rooms. We we actually changed. We changed in the tunnel. No. Yeah, we had to change. Uh, change. Honestly, we, we were not going to go in the dressing rooms. You know, and I've, I've, I've the messages I've got from people in Tanzania that, that you, they're going to they're going to bribe the players. The officials are going to get. It's it's how football is. You know, it, 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 that's how they work. You know, I know firsthand. I know how it works. You know, I've been in the, in, in in the in the Simba Yanga Derby. I know what 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 shenanigans the. The, the board members get up to with certain players. Um, they want to win. They want younger want to make sure that they rub Simba's noses in it, you know. And we've got to go there. We've got to find the right place for one. We've got to make sure that we book our own bus, two, <laughs> you know. So everything's got to be done uh, that we don't get any distractions. You know, we don't want younger fans coming and you know keeping the players awake all night. You know, all morning by making noise and 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 doing crazy stuff. Um, you would think it's part and parcel of the game, but it's not. Uh, but we, we we're looking forward to it. 
And and I and I actually said to the players before the pyramids game, the first leg, we get to the quarter, we win the quarterfinals, we'll get we get younger in the semi-finals, and I think we can beat younger both away from home and at home. Away is going to be difficult, but it's the mm-hmm. first leg. But um, we can definitely, definitely. And I've said to them, guys, in the three months that I've been at the club, we're unbeaten in the league. I think I've lost two games in CAF and a Ned Bank Cup game. Um, and we're in this bubble. And don't let anybody burst this bubble. And and mainly, don't, don't you yourselves burst this bubble. Let's stay in this bubble. Let's keep this bubble floating. Let's keep this bubble alive. And let's go and make history uh, by getting to the final and then winning it. And then best of luck to you so that bubble continues. If I may, Courtney, just with yeah. just one go more ahead, um, I'm hogging the ball right now. You know what You know what it's like. Once you buy Dylan one drink, you want to get him 15. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but this, this is my last drink, Coach, and then we'll get to Courtney. Um, you said that if you get young Africans, you think you would beat them. Why is that? Why is it that you think that... Um, you, you, what is it when you look at the team? Let me phrase the question this way: that you see is their biggest weakness and their biggest strength. So, yeah. Well, I watched I watched the game last night, two o'clock in the morning. That's another reason I didn't sleep. Um, I know what to expect in Tanzania. I've got to prepare my players to be very, very mentally strong because there's eighty thousand uh, Tanzanians, forty to forty <laughs> younger, forty to forty in Zimba. You know, um, I'm. I'm praying that my, the Simba fans haven't forgotten me and that they will, you know, come and support um, uh, Marumo. But I just, I just feel that the, 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 the way we've, we, the way we've played, the way we've conducted ourselves, the way we've, we've not only played good football, we've not only played uh, attacking football, we've not only played uh, in a way that other clubs don't seem to play um that we played against, I've got a strong belief that these players, you know, have, have got the right character. Uh, having come through so much since I, since before I joined, you know, where they were known as a good footballing side but couldn't score. Now we're a good footballing side that can score, and we look and we always look like scoring. So I've got to. I, I'm optimistic that the character of these players and the attitude of these players that they 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 see. You know how we've changed the fortunes and how we've changed the the belief in them since I came is is working and and you know they 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 seem to be doing that they seem to be doing that and I think that's gonna that that's one of the things that's going to give us the advantage but then again like I say you know you never know what's going to happen uh, behind the scenes in uh, Tanzania. We're we're winding down the podcast. We're hitting near the end. I want to ask you two questions. Uh, related to the CAF Champions League. And the one is we're down to the final four there. Um, we had some exciting quarterfinals um, at the weekend, but we have exciting finals to, to look forward to in the premier competition on the continent. Um, Sundowns are going to play the current champs, Widad Casablanca, and uh, the Giants that Al-Akhli will face off against Asperance from Tunisia. I have to ask you, when you look at that final four, who do you think are the favourites and who do you think will win the tournament? Well, I've only watched Harley and uh, Sundowns and I know a lot about Esperance. I know I know how they I know how they work again. You know, it's, it's eh, 
it's very intimidating when you play in these countries. You, you, the, the, the supporters are absolutely mental. They're brilliant. I mean, you, you, you don't get support like that in, in, in any other world mm-hmm. country. You know, the, 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 the fanatics, the, and I love it. I love them. You know, I mean, uh, the Esperance game, the, the, there was riots in the, in, in, in the home stand. You know, because it was such a big game and that's how passionate they are about the football. Um, so I've not really seen much of the other, uh, other two teams as much. But, you know, Halali have, have, have been hit and miss. They've been disappointing this year. But they're getting stronger as the tournament goes on. Sundowns, you know, have, have won the league five weeks ago. So now that, you know, they're, they're, they're not really interested in the league as such. Um, even though, you know, Pizzo's, uh, Pizzo, you, uh, you were hoping. Rulani's still picking the same team. Um, you know, so it's, 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 I think it's going to be a tough one. I think it's going to be a tough one this semi final to call who, who's going to be in the final. Um, I've always said, I've said from day one, you know, I would like to play Uzma Algier in the, in the final. Um, and that could be a possibility. Could be a very, very big possibility. Amazing. And you touched on something there that I wanted to talk about. I mean, um, the Confederation of African Football, the governing body uh, for the sport on the continent, has condemned some of the crowd trouble we saw in the Champions League. Uh, at the weekend that Roger Casablanca and Esperance, um, the Reuters news agency reporting that a woman died in the crush at Rogers Stadium uh, where uh, they were playing Al-Akhli as thousands of fans tried to get into the ground. Uh, there were also ugly scenes at Esperance uh, when they hosted Kabali, when the home fans clashed with the Tunisian security authorities and video footage emerged of a person walking around with a chainsaw. I mean, it sounds completely chainsaw. like ridiculous but if you go into um your social media accounts you will find it there um given you spoke in such detail about your experience of the travel and playing your game against libya and in in, sorry in libya and given what's happened at the weekend as a coach who's coaching in africa how concerned are you about fan violence going into the semis of both the uh, confederations cup and the champions league is is that something you think about you, you you have to because you've got to protect your players, you know. But you cannot you cannot uh, you know the the passion that these fans are. I mean, when I watched when I watched uh, the game Halali uh, the other day against Wynad, uh, not Wynad, who did who, who did Halali win? Raja, Raja, they beat Raja. But, uh, and then I watched uh, Wynad played. You've got young kids in the crowd, you know, seven eight years old. And you've got grandmothers, 80 years old, in the crowd that are all diehard, you know, football fans. Yes, you're going to get your stupid element. When we played Usman Algiers uh, in their, uh, not in the National Stadium, but in uh, Usman's main stadium, um, there, were, there was, I think, 20,000 in the, in the stadium. There was 15,000 locked out, uh, which I couldn't understand. And there was, they, were, they were causing problems outside, you know, and we thought the kickoff would have been delayed. At the time, unfortunately, it wasn't. The amount of fireworks, the teams are getting the pictures taken, and the firework rockets whizzing by my team, you know. And and I, 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 I mean, it's great to see as a, as a, as a, as a spectator. It's very colourful, isn't it? Oh, it's unbelievable. I mean, not not one flare. They had ten flares, one red, one, uh, 
10 black, 10 red ones. So the whole fans, you couldn't see because of the red and black smoke. You know, they are they are passionate. They are fanatical about their football. Uh, but you've obviously got to take your safety. You obviously remember that last year in Indonesia where that crowd, were, you know... Yeah, and there was the crush in Indonesia, yeah. A lot of deaths and, you know, we can never forget Hillsborough, obviously. Mm. Uh, you know, and, and you don't want that to happen. Um, but if you look at, you know... <laughs> If you look at the stadiums in uh, in Morocco and 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 uh, Algiers and Egypt and Tunisia, you know they they, they pack them in. I don't think there's a regular uh, regulation where you can only have a set amount of fans in one section. You look at them fans, and it's like the it's like the old days in England, you know, when it was standing. Everybody's crammed in, everybody's squashed in, you know, and it only takes one ripple to just start a big wave, and then. Like I said, unfortunately, if that's true, that lady passed away. That's very, very sad for football and for 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 the family. So, you know, from from our from our side, we'll, we'll, we'd, I'd like to send the condolences to the family. Well, listen, Dylan, we wish you well. Um, may you stave off relegation. May you fly high in African football, um, and may you continue to be your charismatic. Um, fun self. Um, I'm charismatic. People say daft. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. It's only Courtney. Um, I was going to go. Um, I certainly hope that when you celebrate next, you don't pull a hamstring like Jurgen Klopp. Um, <laughs> <laughs> if it so happens against Young Africa, just look after the body. Good luck. Thank you. Um, you're always welcome again round our bride. Um, and uh, yeah, come visit us soon. And for those listening out there, please go to our social media accounts. See what we post, OTW underscore podcast on Twitter and Instagram. Find us on YouTube and Facebook by simply searching for the On The Whistle podcast. And if you've come this far and you've watched or listened to the show, leave a rating, leave a review. It really helps people find the show. Good luck, Dylan. Thank you, Courtney. All Thank the you best. very much, guys. Thank you for interviewing. Uh, let me speak to you. 